Hey, got a good episode for you today. Welcome to Last in Line Leadership. And you know, I probably don't do this enough, so I'm going to start doing it a little more. I want to let you know kind of what our purpose is, what our mission here is, what why we exist at Last in Line Leadership. And when I say we, I guess I mean me. Uh, why I started this. I mean, as you may have heard some of the story back in the day, uh, during COVID, God just sort of put on my heart to create some sort of positive, encouraging voice out there. And and there's a lot of those going on, and I'm grateful for those. But he, he laid on my heart that last in line was needed. We needed leaders that not only were the tip of the spear, but leaders that knew how to servant lead and lead through serving. And from the back of the line, even Jesus talked about those who want to be first will be last of all and servant of all. So he washed people's feet when he was the most perfect human God in the flesh didn't have to do that. So he was the epitome of servant leadership. So this is a servant leadership mission we're on to tell stories of people who have done things on behalf of others, who have stood in the gap for other people, who have fought the fight that others can't fight for themselves, who have really just uh, put their own desires on the line, put their own uh, wishes and and maybe even sacrificed their own well-being sometimes for other people. And so that's our job is to tell stories here with interviews. And then when I come on by myself, this in the mirror that I do once a week is really just me kind of being transparent and letting you know what I've learned over a lot of years of being married, having kids, being in the workforce, doing things wrong, doing things right, uh, hopefully more right than wrong. So that's the, the idea of this, but wanted to maybe just outline that for you. And you can go to our square site and that link is in my bio on Instagram. Uh, you can, you can purchase the workbooks, the journals, the book, uh, you can purchase hat. And I'm going to add to that list of things that will be available on the square site. So today, now that I got the housekeeping out of the way, uh, what was that intro? That was eight minutes. I don't know about that. That didn't seem like eight minutes. So today I want to talk about worth the weight. And it's weight, weight being W-E-I-G-H-T. Worth the weight, and it's how heavy helps. You're welcome on alliteration. So the heaviness of life, the, the loads we carry some of the chains maybe that we're lugging around, how those can benefit us. You've been tracking my story through the passing of my mother-in-law a few weeks ago and some of the challenges we've had and the drama we've had to deal with um, with some extended relationships, the people that were in her life, not so much in ours, but now it's kind of our problem to deal with. So this one's going to be a little bit of a, a light at the end of the tunnel I told you there'd be some positivity come out of this, and there was. So worth the weight, the heaviness, and how it can help us. Uh, but I want to read a scripture to you uh, because, you know, Jesus, if Jesus says it, I'm all about it, and so should you be. So in uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, one of my favorites, uh, he says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavily burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul, 
for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's comforting to know that we can take the yoke of Jesus on us. And, and if you know, back in the agrarian societies and the oxen that would plow and the yoke is the, the wet wooden thing that goes over their necks and it's two of them that walk together in sync and it, it kind of keeps them gelling and keeps them together without taking off and doing their own thing. But the yoke, so take his yoke upon us for his burden is light. That's comforting um, to know. And I like the other one that's in John uh, 16 that says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation, but take heart, I've overcome the world, right? So John 16, 33, Jesus is telling us he's overcome the world, that we will have tribulation, we'll have heavy burdens, we'll have heavy loads, but he's overcome the world, so let's take heart, and in him we will have peace. So... How does the heaviness of life help us? Because it sounds pretty counterintuitive, and you're probably saying, um, no, I prefer not to have to carry heavy weights to lug these chains of whatever that is, fill in the blank. It could be your past. Um, it could be a situation, you know, it could be the light bill that you're having trouble paying. I don't know. In our situation, it was the passing of my mother-in-law and dealing with this other person. Uh, and, and I'll tell you, had I had the choice, trust me, I wouldn't have wanted to deal with some of the anguish that ensued the week or so following her passing. But my wife probably took more of that brunt on, given that she was engaged in more dialogue with this other person, because my, my natural is to just drive there and deal with things. But she handled it really well. But what, what came out of that, I say that to say that that heaviness that we carry, that anxiety, that stress, that just toxicity, um, a dark cloud that was kind of felt like it was hanging over us. It, it actually led to my wife and I drawing closer to each other through the trial, through the heaviness. She and I almost got in that yoke together and helped each other balance out and carried each other through certain moments that might have been challenging alone. And so I started thinking about, man, on the way back, you know, we packed this U-Haul and we're driving back and it's me and her and she's in the lead car, my car, I'm in the U-Haul and we're driving, you know, 200 miles back home. And it just hit me that God allowed my wife and I to just, uncover a different level of our relationship through this tragedy, through my mother-in-law passing, through the heaviness of whatever collateral damage that that brought. It felt like my wife and I connected on a different level through that struggle. And it's her mom that died, you know, and it was really unexpected. And we just didn't know what to do, how to handle things. You know, we're, we're not professional, uh, you know, executors of estates and different things. She didn't have a will. So we're, my wife's having to fill in the blanks and connect the dots as best she can and crack the password codes that were in my mother-in-law's phone that clearly she didn't want the other person to know about. Well, so I'm starting to realize as I'm driving this you all back that this heaviness has helped my marriage. 
And I don't know why or how I didn't see it coming, but I'm thankful that God allowed that weight to sort of descend upon us and us draw closer together, us draw closer to God, but also to each other. And I think that's what God wants. I mean, I know that's what he wants. Like he wants us putting him first and then our spouse right below him. And, and I felt like there was a connection. So I want to talk to you today about, you know, the burdens, the weight of the world that you feel like is on your shoulders, like the heavy stress and responsibilities of big boy life grown-up life, parental life, you know, you're, you're, you're a provider, you know, you're maybe in some situations, you're the sole provider, you're the primary breadwinner. And so let's say you have a job you're not really in love with, but you've got to stay the course. That's heavy. Every day you get up and you dread work and that's heavy, but I'm here to tell you heavy helps and how heavy helps us is, you know, First, we have to understand why we're avoiding the weight that we end up having to carry inevitably sometimes. Why are we avoiding that? I mean, you'll listen to almost any podcast about manliness, masculinity, or manhood, and you'll hear the term comfort. We're too comfortable. We, we need to create discomfort in our lives, and that's true. We do, but why do we avoid this heaviness because we're, we're not used to being uncomfortable. You know, the world has made everything easy. It's created conveniences at our fingertips, creature comforts that we just have are a thumb click away. And so I, you know, we, we don't know how to be uncomfortable. So we avoid that. Right. And so this, we avoid the weight, the heaviness, the weight again, W E I G H T. Um, but it's worth the weight it's worth the heavy load and burden that you're bearing if you can press through and you can look for the ways that the benefits will outweigh some of the costs. So in relationships, it could draw you closer to your spouse. If there's a weight that's going on with your kids, don't let it divide you. If you've got a wayward child or you've got a kid that struggles in school or maybe they're in an inappropriate setting with a a girlfriend and they don't, you know, always act in the most pure way. Let's say you're fighting through that as parents. This should bring you, this should bring you together. It should be the, it would almost be the glue that brings y'all together to another level than before. And, and I hate to say that, you know, tragedy is almost welcome in certain situations because it does make us stronger in other areas. I mean, the Bible talks about take all joy, you know, when you suffer trials, We've never wanted to, you know, a lot of us don't want to comprehend that. We don't want to accept that. We don't want to take it all, you know, all joy when tribulation or trial hits. We don't want that. But when things come our way, we're not seeking out problems, but we all know it's going to happen. But Jesus says, take heart, I've overcome the world. So even though we know it's inevitable, we know we can stand and rest in peace and rest in Him and rest in the fact that there's some promises in the Bible that talk about there's good that'll come out of it. You know, all things work together for good for those who love Him and are called according to His purpose, right? Romans 8, 28, I think. So that, you know, that's another promise that says, look, it's going to come at you, but look for the silver lining right here because it's coming. And so we avoid, we don't want... 
uh, we don't know how to kind of dump the weight. We don't know. Uh, we don't like discomfort. Like I said, we, we underestimate our ability to be resilient. We underestimate our ability to get up after we've been knocked down. We underestimate, almost underestimate God in his way of turning a bad situation into good. We, we underestimate our spouse or relationships in our life that we might need to rely on. We underestimate. So, that, so then we avoid all this weight, the, the heaviness of these burdens and these struggles in life. And so, um, you know, some of the challenges that we have during, you know, the carrying of that is I, I mean, I'll speak from experience. Like it's humbling to be stuck in a situation where you've got to carry a load you didn't see coming, or you've got to carry a load that might be exceeding your capacity to be able to carry it. And, that's a humbling situation because you got to rely on more than just your own strength. You got to rely on a father in heaven that, you know, you can't see. That's what faith is. And and even Christians, even believers struggle with that. I don't know how people, I mean, my wife and I talk about it all the time. I don't know how, how people make it in life without God, without a faith in a creator, without uh, really conceiving the death and resurrection of Jesus. Like how do people make it? in this world, this dark, dark world on their own without a belief in a creator, in a God that, that loves you and sent his son for you. So I don't know. It's very humbling to, to be underneath the weight of a burden in life uh, that you really don't know that you can carry, don't think you can carry. Uh, it's exhausting, too. I mean, obviously, it taxes your mental capacity it taxes our emotions i mean it taxes us physically you know when our emotions are in uh distress our body follows suit or at least mine does i start i don't know if i'm just dreaming up illnesses or fatigue but when i'm mentally drained i'm physically drained and, you know, it almost goes vice versa too. you know, the other way around when I'm physically drained, I don't want to, I don't want to invest anything emotionally or mentally. So it's exhausting to have to carry certain things, especially when you have to carry them for maybe an indefinite amount of time. And you don't know where the end of the road is for this struggle. This burden could be a year. It could be longer. We we don't always know when the end is coming of this trial, uh, but the weight of it seems the longer we carry it, the heavier it gets. So, you know, thankfully we've turned a corner with this situation and in our lives. And, and so we've connected on another level. Like I said, we've moved through some of the harder points of this dealing with certain people uh, that are involved. And we've almost, put a bow on the situation and then we're going to be able to focus on more of the grieving her loss of my mother, you know, the loss of my mother-in-law grieving or, and, and celebrating her life with a service and a formal gathering of the people that loved her. And, you know, we haven't even been able to do that yet because there's been so much drama and so many loose ends to tie and such heavy weight, you know, mostly on my wife's shoulders, but I'm there to support and, and what she feels I feel. And if you're married, you know, you know, her pain is your pain and it should be anyway. And so I want to be there to take it off of her, but I can't sometimes. And I feel helpless because we're, we want to fix and we can't always fix. 
I've gotten to the point where I just, I try to imagine what she's trying to think about planning. And then I try to be proactive and create ways for me to just step in and do little menial tasks that she doesn't have to worry about. So that's just an example of, man, this should draw you together and it has drawn us together. And so, but man, it, it, it is exhausting to have to carry the weight. And then, you know, again, carrying this weight and the challenges, you know, during this time, it's, there's a lot of disappointment attached and that goes without saying, but those are some things that are just uh, costs of doing business through the heaviness of carrying the weight of whatever burden, trial, challenge, hardship you're dealing with. But our job as men is to step in and, and still lead, even though we may not have all the answers or solutions right then in those moments and people are grieving, people are struggling. It's still our job to step in and lead somehow. Take a task, go to the store instead of sending her. You know, I'm just talking about spouses, but at your job, you know, step in and lead when you know people are struggling, carrying weights. When you're carrying weights, there's there's a positivity within that that can draw you closer to your teammates at work it can open a door for you to develop a new skill set because this other thing might you might might need to be distracted from this other weight that's on you so you try something else and you focus your energy on this and then oh by the way i figured out i'm decent at this too like that's just an example of how it could be beneficial or positive and there's a there's a silver lining in there potentially so i mean Man, I, I would say that, you know, the benefits, there are benefits, obviously, to carrying these, these heavy weights of the world on your shoulders. Um, and as men, it's, it's our job to proactively carry those and, and put them on our shoulders. So it's our job as men to set the example for our family. It's our job to, uh, show them that we are going through some stuff. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's bad for us to be that transparent with our kids or friends of ours or extended family when we're carrying a heaviness. I don't think there's anything wrong with, and you're not looking for a pity party. You're not playing the victim, but you are being transparent enough to say, guess what? Here's what I'm heavy. Here's what's heavy on me, but I'm still pressing through. Here's what I'm doing in spite of, here's what I'm doing in the face of this. And you know, not verbally saying, watch me, but your actions say, take notice of this because you're going to go through something like it. And so you can see I'm doing it. So you'll probably be able to, to handle it as well. And that that's an example for your family. That's what I'm hoping to show my kids and my wife and I are showing them through this is it's heavy, but we're pressing through. We're not doing what's easy. We're not doing what we feel like doing. We're doing what's necessary, but with grace and we're honoring God in the process. And, and that's, that speaks volumes to them. And maybe we won't even see the fruit from that right away. It'll probably take some time, but it, it will be there. So those are seeds we're sowing. And, and I'm sure there will be a reward to that by how they handle adversity going forward. Um, it, you know, it creates muscle memory for future adversity, like carrying these weights that we have to carry in life. It's creating that muscle memory because we know that, Hey, this burden you're carrying today won't be the last one, right? But in a year from now, if you carry something similar or something heavier, God forbid, or 
positively something less won't feel so bad because you carried this heaviness, you can carry that one. So adversity is not going to stop coming at you. So the more you can learn to carry the weight, it's worth the weight, right? It's worth that heaviness because then you're equipped to handle future adversity. You know how to walk that out. You know what steps to take. You know what not to do if you handled it poorly the first time. But trust me, it's coming again. And we don't have to be always on the lookout for something bad to happen or the next shoe to drop. But we are not surprised when challenges and weight comes and here comes you know, the world laying something on your, your back and your shoulders again that you've got to carry. Let's not be surprised because we've created that muscle memory on how we've reacted and how we've handled this particular situation. So, and finally, you know what? I think that the benefits of the weight and what makes it worth the weight is how we handle it during and how it honors God during and after. What are we doing to honor God through the weight of the situation, the weightiness of the situation, the heaviness of the situation? What are we doing? How are we conducting ourselves? And does it honor God? Because it'll be real easy to do things that feel right and make us feel better, but it takes us way off the reservation when it comes to our principles, standards, values, morals, and how we line up with what God says and grace and mercy and self-control, right? And patience, like those fruits of the Spirit, we can get way off track if we worry about how we feel in a moment and what feels right. I think we got to we got to draw a line in the sand. The line in the sand needs to be spirit flesh. I've talked about that before, but we got to walk in the spirit. We got to walk in more alignment with God and his fruits of the spirit and not go the direction that it's easy to go. The knee jerk reaction is to go a different way that feels better, that makes us feel good in the moment, that maybe feels lighter. It makes that weight feel lighter. We're kind of, you know, we're knocking a few of those weights off of us because this feels better, but it doesn't line up with who we are, what we stand for, our character. So those are some things that I wanted to verbalize to you. Again, the worth the weight, how heavy helps, because heavy does help whenever we understand how to carry it, when we have faith in our ability to carry it, when we understand God's promises of he's going to give us rest and peace, take his yoke on us, his burden is light. When we lean into him, he's overcome the world. We can take heart. You know, we can have peace in the fact that he's overcome the world. So anything the world shows shoves down our throat, we should be able to handle if we're in him and we're close to him and we do things his way. So we don't avoid it. You know, don't be afraid of being un uh, uncomfortable. Don't underestimate God's ability and don't underestimate your own and whoever you're walking this thing with, your spouse, your kids, your, your boss, whoever, teammates. Don't, don't underestimate the ability that we have to carry more weight than we think and our ability to be resilient. So just understand that it, it's humbling, right? It could be disappointing uh, and, and it could be exhausting. But on the other side, our shoulders are broader, right? We can stand up a little more upright. We can kind of hold our head up and we can carry more weight the next time. 
because of our ability to create that muscle memory and walk through these weighty trials, these heavy burdens, these heavy hardships, we get through them. We're more equipped to handle the next one. We're more equipped to help other people down the road. We set that example for the people that watch us and we honor God in the process. So I hope that was good. I hope that helped. Go check us out on Instagram, Last In Line Leadership, Facebook page. We've got a website, a Square app website for you to get materials, get resources, get merch. Uh, I've got a little Last In Line merch over there. So, hey, thanks for following us. Share it if you liked it. Uh, With that, be blessed. (laughs) 